Alpha Psi 
Fraternity Incorporated. And in any particular setting, I know the protocol, depending on where we are. If the song Flashlight comes on, I don't know if y'all ever been in any parties with the loops. <laughs> but when the song comes on, it's like, it's just, it, it changes everything. And everybody runs to the floor and begins to fall in line because we all know what to do. That becomes normal. If you join an organization, then you have deemed their behavior acceptable. And you want to be a part of that. And so by joining yourself to an organization, you agree to do what they do. And that becomes your norm. This allows you to prepare yourself. It reduces stress. Other type things. When you join a particular group, you get a particular job. You learn your job. You learn what to do. It reduces stress. When you learn the uh, requirements of your role or your position, it reduces stress because you learn what's expected. And your behavior then becomes normal. And usually you don't find out something is abnormal until somebody in the group begins to act outside of the norm. And when somebody acts outside of the norm, they usually put that person out because of their refusal to conform to the normal. Stay with me. Norms remain stable because most people are taught to follow them and to do so willingly. Even if a person does not feel like following the norm, they usually will succumb to what we call peer pressure. I'm going somewhere with this. If you watch the church carefully today, the church is under enormous pressure to conform its standards and change what is normal based off of what's popular. But I have noticed on the world, and I'm glad that we're recording this, I'm glad that people will be able to say this and, and, and share this, because I need to understand, we ain't trying to join your organization. He didn't call us to be a part of the world. And since he didn't call us to be a part of the world, what's normal for them is not going to be normal for us. And I need you to understand that we cannot succumb to peer pressure. All right. And peer pressure will cause you to want to be popular and teach what's popular and preach what's popular and pray what's popular. But you have to understand that Jesus didn't come to win a popularity contest. But he came to preach what was right. And sometimes when you begin to say what is right, it's not going to be what the world thinks is right. And because we're not going to agree and line ourselves up with the world, you can expect some persecution. But Jesus read us for that too because he said, if they persecute you and hate you, just know that they persecuted and hate me before you. And so how can I work for him and then preach and teach something different than what he preached or what he taught? The way he feels about any particular issue is the same way that I feel about any particular issue. If that makes me unpopular, if that makes me an outcast, if that makes me a rebel, then so be it. But what we have in the church today is a lot of people who are not 
that we're not willing to stand up for truth is because we, in our minds, still have skeletons in the closet. You'll talk back to me in a minute. And because we are afraid of exposing some stuff that we got here, we're afraid to call people out on what they got going on. So now what we have is people who want to be pacified and pat on the back and told that it's alright not to live godly. It's alright not to live holy. It's okay to do whatever you want and still call yourself a child of God. But there's a remnant of believers that are standing up and saying it don't matter what the world says. It don't matter if you uninvite me to your events. It don't matter if you unfollow me on Facebook. It don't matter if you're not What's right. right, right. And what's right, I, I, I hate to share this with you, is not going to always be popular. As a matter of fact, I need you to understand that when you go out into the world, as Jesus said, I'm sending you out, that he's sending you out as sheep amongst the wolves. You have to be ready for everything that the world is going to throw at you, and you have to be able to maintain your integrity and your character. Because there are some things in the world that can get you caught up real quick. Hmm, Y'all ain't gonna talk back to me. There's some pleasure, there's some pain. If you get out and you get into this thing and you try to go out into the world and you don't have your flesh under control, you'll be caught up doing the same stuff they were doing before you know it. As a matter of fact, the Bible says that we ought to restore such a one who was caught up. Those of you who are spiritual in Galatians chapter 6 restore such a one. But he also says that you got to be careful that you don't get caught up in the same
We got somebody to tell them your pressure still exists. See, we used to think of peer pressure just for teenagers and little kids. But you got peer pressure with grown folk. Now, I might shouldn't share this, but I'm going to share it anyhow. A couple of weeks ago, I was just sharing with a friend of mine some of the things that were coming at me. And I'm trying to encourage him. And I'm just telling him, I'm saying, look, man, I got all this stuff going on, that going on, this going on. It's just stuff everywhere. I said, but man, I'm believing God. I'm strong. I'm better than ever. My faith shall not fail. And, I'm telling, and he reached in his pocket and he handed me something. He handed me a package. And I just took the package. I didn't even know what it was. I put it in my pocket. And I left and went home. When I got home, I began to undress and take stuff out of my pocket. I, I felt the package. I took the package out, put the package on the bed, and it was a blunt. I've been preaching for 19 years. Y'all weren't expecting that one. Wasn't ready for that one. What's up, I need Some money? Look, money don't fix all your problems. But obviously, he felt like that move. And so I, I stay down there at Granny Baby House and I'm doing my thing. I get ready to go. And as soon as I get ready to walk out the house, the enemy shows up and says, You ready? Yeah. <laughs> I get in the truck, I'm driving, I'm heading home, and I get almost to the house and he says, Go ahead and do it now. And I said, You know what? I'm tired of playing with you. I've allowed you to tip me long enough. Yes, I took that thing, broke it and threw it out the window. 
and said, I'm done with that. I was done 20 years ago when he delivered me. And I will not succumb to your pressure. What I'm telling you is this, that even after 19 years of ministry and as in love with God as I am, even still he tries to come and bring what you used to know, what you used to do, what was familiar to you, he tries to bring it back. So don't be surprised then when old flames start coming. Worse than what she said. But 
Her influence is real. And so the enemy took that as an opportunity to come in to bring from the divide to the church. And so now this is the message that I'm hearing from pastors. I'm reading their comments and following their comments and they're saying stuff like this. The day and time has changed. We must become tolerant. What does tolerant mean? Come on now. We're going to compromise then. We're going to permit what we know is wrong because we want our churches full. You notice that then none of the mega pastors come out and say, well, their morale is right because that means have their choir gone, have their membership gone, because when you start preaching the truth, people don't want to hear it. You start saying what well, does says the law. Well, guess what? I am not anointed to preach my Radio, so now it becomes acceptable behavior, but the church forgot one thing. 
don't even know you conforming. But what used to make you appalled, now you see it and it doesn't even surprise you. You know why? Because it's become normal. But God told me this, that he's looking for some people to be a deviant. Say that word with me, deviant. I need you to understand this definition. I'm hurting you with this. The word deviant is the state of departing from the usual or accepted standard. Jesus showed up on the scene as a spiritual deviant. Sound bad some way, don't Because he showed up to change everything that they had been used to, that they had been accustomed to. He showed up and said, you heard it said, but I said it this way. You heard it said that you ought to do this, but I said you do it like this. He showed up to be a deviant, watch this, to change the accepted standard. Uh -huh. And what I'm looking
Excited. 
walk in somebody's house for one night. Gonna be criticized, and you're gonna be talked about. You start trying to. 
Neil Ryman, you think your family got your back. Till you start telling them what thus says the law. Who are you supposed to be? I heard everybody over there preaching to you. I guess you're gonna be me They brainwash you, y'all. Yeah. Thank you. 